Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. My guest today is Tara Fakwire. Tara is co-founder and chief operating officer of TrueState, one of the world's fastest growing estate administration platforms. Since TrueState's founding in 2020, Tara has been involved in all aspects of the firm's development and growth since its inception. TrueState provides B2B tools to various stakeholders throughout the estate administration process, including law firms, wealth managers, banks, and accountants, amongst others. Today, the firm is an industry leader in the legal tech space and is regularly featured as one of the top startups to watch. Tara and I spoke about how women are often the ones most impacted when a loved one dies. The person who was most often named as the executor of somebody's estate is the oldest daughter. Um, So, you know, if you think about the, maybe the oldest daughters, you know, you know, somebody's life is already pretty full. And then when they're named as an executor, this truly is a full-time job. Um, And that just is compounded by the fact that they lost somebody they loved. Talking about death, dying, and money doesn't have to be as hard as it currently is. Framing the conversation in a way that you feel you can approach it is better than not having the conversation at all. You don't have to think worst case scenario all the time, but there's ways to ask questions that I think you can get the information needed without it being super awkward, (laughs) you know, and um, that's really important. Tara Fakwire, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. It's actually rare for me to meet other women in business, so it was refreshing when Rissa Redden introduced us. Yeah, absolutely. She's fantastic. She's a wonderful advisor for Hello Health today. How did you two actually meet? I don't think I know that. Yeah, we actually met through Equifax Accelerate. So True State is part of Equifax's Startup Accelerator program, and she was um, at one of our... Uh, big, I guess, showcases, you could say, that we did in December. And I happened to meet her and had a great conversation with her. And then she thought of us. So that's amazing. Wonderful. At first, it may not seem like what you do in financial planning has anything to do with what I do in medicine, but health and wealth are directly linked, aren't they? They absolutely are. I mean, even if you just think about the conversation in general and what are stress points, wealth, financials are are all part of it. It's really not fun to discuss death and dying, but it seems worse when you add death, dying, and money into the mix. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that, you know, talking about death and dying is not the highlight of people's conversation, um, but when you add other factors like the wealth and financials into it, it's a whole different ballgame for sure. So what makes True State the kind of company that wants to jump into that conversation? Well, you know what? It's something that it's a huge problem and we just wanted to solve it. My business partner, Leah, who's just awesome, you know, she really attacked this problem from the legal side of things. She was a trust and estates lawyer and saw that this was a huge problem for businesses. I look at it from a more personal side, having to, um, had to administer two estates in the span of a year was really just a lot when you're working and doing other things. And, you know, when you look at that problem in its entirety, it affects so many people. And we wanted to jump in and solve it because nobody else was. And why should we leave a problem out there without a solution that affects millions and millions of people each and every year? So we were just compelled to 
you know, to dive right in. Tell me more about True State and what you all actually do, because it's such a complicated conversation. And Mm -hmm. where we're starting is when someone's actually grieving the loss of a loved one. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we step into that space of doing all of the tasks, or really our software does all of the tasks that need to be completed after somebody passes away. So on average, there's about 120 tasks that need to be completed. So if you think about yourself today and all the things that maybe your name is attached to, the things that you Oh, on a monthly basis, subscriptions that, you know, Amazon Prime, Netflix, all those things, your name is attached to those. Then there's the larger things like homes, vehicles, investment accounts. All of that, after somebody passes away, either has to be closed or transferred. That is an enormous, enormous amount of work. And it's an enormous amount of work both for the grieving family because every time they have to make that call to an institution, it's a trigger. Um, But it's also a huge problem and a lot of work for the trusted advisor who's helping that family. So whether that family has been working with a financial advisor or a, a lawyer, you know, that's work that needs to be completed. Um, and there, up until True State, there hasn't been an efficient way to do so. Um, so we built technology that really helps all of those stakeholders in the process be able to administer the estate of either a client or loved one in an efficient man- manner, really saving them hundreds of hours of time so that they can they can have the space to grieve. Or if it's a professional who's helping that family member have that space to grow their practice or do things that they need to do um, rather than being on hold with an institution for hours on end. Wow. Just wow. I mean, the amount of grief that we have seen as we've been coping with the COVID pandemic has Mm -hmm. been astronomical, Tara. Really, it has been. And so any amount of energy we can spare our patients and our clients is one that we would um, openly embrace. Mm -hmm. So it seems to me that you know this from personal experience. Uh, Yeah, I, yeah, I do. It's a, it's a tough, it's a tough spot to be in for sure. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, you know what? It happens to unfortunately millions of people each and every year. And this is just, you know, piled on top of losing a loved one. So it's like, we have to, we have to find a better way for folks. In my experience, it's always the daughters who are at the bedsides <laughs> of the parents yeah. in the hospital or the mm-hmm. neighbors or, or any anyone that they love. It's always a, a woman mm-hmm. who's making tough decisions about when to embrace hospice care, what what to understand about the the medical um, like kind of piece to it. Mm-hmm. It's the daughters on your side too, right? It is, yeah. So a fun little uh, statistic out there is that the person who was most often named as the executor of somebody's estate is the oldest daughter. Um, So, you know, if you think about the, maybe the oldest daughters, you know, you you know, your friends and family members, they have a lot going on, right? So whether it's they are caring for their own family, their children, they have a job, they have different extracurriculars that they enjoy. You know, somebody's life is already pretty full. And then when they're named as an executor, this truly is a full-time job. Um, and that just is compounded by the fact that they lost somebody they loved. There is not a lot of information about estate administration out there. So 
Where do you navigate? Where do you go? And then just that additional stressor of all the things that you're already doing in your daily life compiled by the fact that you have to now do this for somebody who's no longer here. And you can't ask those questions about, hey, did you bank at Wells Fargo? Like, you don't have that opportunity. You have to, you know, just be able to dive in and it's a hard process. I can't even imagine 120 different tasks at a time when you're juggling so many things. I'm an oldest daughter. Did you know that? I did not know that. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to confess that I I don't want to have this conversation with my parents. No. Just personally, I don't want to have this conversation. (laughs) No, no. I don't want to even imagine a time when I'm going to be doing this. Yeah. It is, you know, it's funny. It it's hard to think about, right? And I respect that. It's a really hard thing to uh, think about and you don't want to think about it. But if you can have some of those conversations today while everyone is lively and healthy and you have really good open communication, just asking a couple questions about where people keep things, where are those documents, it just saves a lot of pain and, and frustration you know, if God forbid something were to happen, um, you know, you really, there's so much value to be had in the information you can gain from having a conversation as awkward and uncomfortable as that conversation might be. It's worth having. It's a lot like, uh, you know, Hey, if you are unable to make medical decisions for yourself, what do you mm-hmm. want me to do? Right. So it's Absolutely. kind of getting that before you're on a ventilator, before mm-hmm. these things happen, what do you want me to do to make good decisions for you? And and again, not any less um, an easy topic for anyone to approach, but one I'm more familiar with. Right. And I think that, you know, that's the key is approaching the topic in a way that you're comfortable or familiar with. So if it's easier for somebody to have a conversation with a parent or a grandparent about, hey, you know, what were to happen if you, I don't know, just were injured and you couldn't access things, how would I help you? Like maybe that's an easier way to frame it. So framing the conversation in a way that you feel you can approach it is better than not having the conversation at all. You don't have to think worst case scenario all the time, but there's ways to ask questions that I think you can get the information needed without it being super awkward, (laughs) you know, and um, that's really important. So with True State, um, is it something where we could use it before someone has died? How do we find out more about how to have these conversations, where we get started, and how we connect with you? Absolutely. So we do have a during life tool. It's called the True State Toolkit. I'm happy to share it with listeners. What it is, it's a way that you can really have that awkward conversation in a digital way. So there's a great uh, questionnaire. It's patent pending. We don't take any private information, which is great. So people can feel really comfortable about it. And it just walks people through all the different areas of one's life. So whether it's finances, it's retirement accounts, it's things like often overlooked, like God forbid you were injured. What, you know, what would you want, um, someone to know about the the care plan you have for your pets. Do they have medicine? And those things that are wow. really important to understand. Yeah. And someone can go through this. It's digital. It takes about 10 minutes. They can take it for themselves 
or on behalf of somebody else. And then what happens is within 24 hours, they get back custom recommendations for all the things they should be thinking about as it pertains to making sure their estate is sound. So that's a really easy way that a family member can sit down um, and have that conversation. So that's a during life offering. It's just something to really help people have that conversation and prepare. The bulk of the work we do though is for that family member, that lawyer, that wealth manager who's helping a client with an estate administration. Wow. Okay. So y'all have heard it here first that there is a guide. It will it will hold your hand so that you can address this before it's a big problem, before you feel emotional and um, it will all just be that much more prepared. I'm, I'm definitely going to take this because my pets do take medicine and I'm worried about them. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's the things that everyone has different things they worry about. I'm, I am a big pet person. I love, love my dogs, need to make sure they're taken care of. So <laughs> I get it. Let's shift a little bit to you as a businesswoman. What are the biggest obstacles you face so far? You know, it's, I think that there's a lot of different hurdles and obstacles for any person in business, especially women in business. I think the biggest obstacle is just, you know, I think it's ourselves sometimes, you know, just being able to believe in ourselves that we can do it and we can get to that next level. Um, There's going to be a lot of different information out there about female founders and what you can and can't do and funding you can and can't get. I think you just have to believe in yourself and move forward. Um, You know, there's a lot of people, if you look, that really do want to help and do want to be partners. And you just can't get hung up in all of the the information that's out there about why we can't succeed. So, you know, I say like, just toss that to the side, believe in yourself and, you know, really amazing things will happen. You're going to meet amazing people. And I think that's, you know, the the best thing for me that is, um, you know, just ignoring some of the, the, the information or stories out there. I love that. I love that. Guys, just start ignoring everybody. I mean, not everybody, (laughs) but (laughs) you have to just believe in yourself, you know? What do you do to keep that faith in yourself, that belief in yourself strong? I, you know, I'm a very optimistic person. So I, I think I just, that is a part of my personality is that I'm a big believer in others and myself. But, you know, one mentor I have had um, back from my days at Nordstrom had always said, no one's going to believe in you more than yourself and no one's going to promote you better than you can. And I really took that to heart. Like, don't wait for somebody to recognize the things you're doing. Like if you're doing something great, you believe in something, shout it from the rooftops. That's not bragging. That's telling people about something you're trying to do and you never know who might be listening and can say, hey, I want to help you with that. So I think it's just, you know, surrounding yourself with the best people. I always say I like to surround myself with people way better than me (laughs) because (laughs) you can learn so many things from people and, you know, having a good group of friends who you can learn from and who support you um, is, you know, just as important as having a great group of team members in your business. So it's it's really looking for those individuals who have skill sets that maybe you don't have that can help fill in the gap. And whether that's friendships or business partnerships, it's really important. Amazing. Amazing. I know that you use health as part of your leadership strategy. What are some of the things you do just to bring your best self to work? Yeah, I do. I'm a big uh, believer in just getting healthy mentally and physically. 
And my husband will be the first to tell you that if I don't get workouts in, I am grumpy. So, you know, I really need to have that physical release every single day. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of working out first thing in the morning. I love when it's still dark out in the morning and I'm working out and the world isn't quite awake yet. I feel like that's a really good time for me. Um, it's one of the only times of the day that I'm not thinking about work, or I am, but it's in a way that my my, my thoughts are just kind of flowing. Um, so that workout time is just really, really important. And for me, it's also something that I can check off my list first thing in the morning that I, I achieve something for the day, even if that's the end of it and <laughs> everything goes downhill from there. Just getting in that workout <laughs> in the morning is really, really wonderful for me. I love that. I think my our husbands would understand each other as I'm one of those grumpy people until I run too. <laughs> yeah, it just it, it really just makes me happy and it's something hard that you can do every single day that betters yourself and um you can really see those improvements from it. So I, I love it. So Tara Fakwire it's a pleasure speaking with you today. I want to double back to what True State does and how important it is that we connect with you to have those tough conversations. How do we learn more about you and find you uh, online? Absolutely. So you can always visit our website at True State. That's T-R-U-S-T-A-T-E dot com. Um, we also have, we're on social media, so LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, and then actually my business partner and I, we have a joint Instagram account called True Found Story, just T-R-U, Found Story. And it's our story and the things that we face about being women in business and business partners. So that's kind of a behind the scenes, scenes look at True State that people really love. So I'm happy to connect with people on any of those platforms platforms or directly through our website. And we will be having a, a free downloadable tool that True State is um, providing so that anybody can just start that that conversation that you need to have and put down, you know, defend your pets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're important. <laughs> this is the part where I ask you, our listeners, for support. It may not sound like a big thing, but we actually need ratings and reviews to keep us going. Please take one minute right now to leave a two-word review. For example, how about leaving, listen now, with an exclamation point. Bonus points for anyone who writes, listen now and be transformed. We need you, we appreciate you, and we're so glad to have you listening. Until next time, remember, today is good. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.